Welcome to the game. This is game. They should have never gave you platform. Let's get it. Let's get it. Let's get it. Hitting y'all with a little shimmy. <laughs> What's good with y'all out there? I'm your host, Kamal. This is The Gap, episode 57. Ooh, hey, I got new sound effects for y'all too. Yeah! Episode 57. Hey, for my tubers out there, I ain't gonna tell y'all what to do. YouTube been around since 2005. Y'all know what to do to get the video on the channel booming. But if you want to find me, type in Kamal Johnson ENT, bam, I pop right up. But for my potters out there, I'm on Google Podcasts, I'm on SoundCloud, and I'm on Apple Podcasts. All you got to do is type in either The Gap or Kamal Johnson ENT, and bam, I pop right up. Hey, man, I want to give a motherfucking hand clap to my great-grandmother. We celebrated her birthday yesterday, had a little Zoom call. It is beautiful to see somebody turn 90. 90 years old, god damn, living a long time, hey man, it was beautiful to see family members I never knew I had, and guess what y'all, I got a drunk ass uncle in the family I guess, <laughs> bruh, this motherfucker uncle BB, in the first time I mean, but this motherfucker was loaded, okay, so I guess every black family do have that drunk ass obnoxious uncle, but shout out to you uh BB, I'm going to call you Uncle BB. <laughs> but yeah, man, shout out to my great-grandmother, man, for real, turning 90, a beautiful thing. Whew. Anyway, let's get right into it. And let's talk about content moderation. Is that, did I say it right? Yep. Bing! <laughs> hey, man, y'all know a lot of shit been going around with the Joe Rogan and the Spotify beef and what they got going on and Neil Young. So... Essentially, what's going on is Joe Rogan on his platform, which Spotify paid him a hundred mil to be on. He's been having a lot of they calling it misinformation. I don't know. I don't know anything anymore. The world is freaking wacky town in my eyes. I don't know, but they're saying he's spewing a bunch of misinformation when it comes to the T virus. 19. <laughs> and they like, uh, uh, this dude, Neil Young, I guess he a big deal, big artist or something. I don't <laughs> know. Because he kept telling them, y'all keep having Joe Rogan. I don't know if he talk like that, but look how he look. Sound like he talk like that. Y'all keep having Joe Rogan spewing that misinformation about the T-Virus 19? I'm taking my music down. Now, give me a Budweiser, please. <laughs> yeah, he said it. And what happened? He did it. Because Spotify basically didn't do a goddamn thing. And what happened was the market value of Spotify went down to Billy. God damn. That nigga got pulled. <laughs> Jeez. But, yeah, essentially, he's like, yo, take this shit down, man. Joe Rogan is spewing a lot of misinformation. About the T-Virus 19. I don't like what he's saying. He has all this talk about this Evermocetine or however you pronounce the shit. And all types of other stuff that he's talking about. And he's going against the doctors and physicians and 
or the CDC and all that other good gossip. He's like, bro, I ain't believing none of that. I ain't taking my shot. I ain't wearing my mask. <laughs> That's how he feeling though. And then like, it's kind of bringing a tiff between him and Spotify. Because that $2 billion, that hurts the Spotify pockets. And you're kind of like, and this is where content moderation comes in. Essentially, content moderation is not censorship. I know it could be confusing, and it kind of seem, seem like the same thing, but it isn't. Okay? Censorship is basically su suppression of speech or other forms of communication. That's basically what censorship is. Content moderation is basically whatever platform that you're putting your stuff on, they have certain rules and guidelines that they can, you know, abide by and show and be like, well, you can't really say that because it's guideline, but we'll let it through because it is guideline. That's content moderation. And essentially, Spotify really wasn't doing none of that at all. And they kind of still not doing it. They ain't doing no content moderation. Facebook, Mark Zuckerberg. Fuck out of here, bitch nigga. <laughs> but this nigga, right? In 2018, he got hit with the whole, like, yo, you need to moderate Facebook. You need to contact moderate this shit because a lot of people out here are spewing the bull. And even, like, the orange man, he was having a lot of leeway when it came to this, uh, things he was talking about and stuff like that. So people was on Mark Zuckerberg's ass and was like, yo, man, you need to moderate this content. Then it started getting out of hand because Mark Zuckerberg was moderating a lot of content and like a lot of shit wasn't getting through and it had the Quayanon ordeal and all that. So yeah, now it's Spotify turn. You feel me? YouTube is trying to do that. They're doing a little content moderation. You feel me? But yeah, uh, I wanted to shed light to this because hey, I'm a creator. And I want to get the info out there to other creators of what's going on in the creative world. And it goes to show you, you feel me, uh, that free speech ain't so much free. I know we like to say the First Amendment is our God-given right to say whatever the hell we want. But saying whatever the hell you want come with consequences. So I got to say about that. Hey, um, it also shows that like when you big enough and powerful enough, uh, you kind of go against these networks. That's what Joe Rogan's kind of going against right now. He's kind of going against Spotify and like Spotify is like, oh, we paid him a hundred mil, we bringing in this many listeners and this and that. But Neil Young, you know, he was doing his thing too on Spotify, and their market value went down, hell of money. So. They're kind of in a battle right now. I'm really interested on how else is this going to play out. Because this is a big, this is big news for especially podcasters and, you know, YouTubers and anybody in the creative world and things that you say and stuff. Like, I'm curious. I am curious about this. Man. Anyway, I got my sources from the Daily Mail, Complex, and Forbes. You feel me? Uh. Whew. That was... <laughs> oh man, freaking Spotify, bruh. So I got my stuff on Spotify, bro. They got too much shit going on. Too much stuff going on. <laughs> oh man, court battles. That's what's about to happen next. I bet you'll be some court shit. I guarantee some court battles gonna happen. 
Somebody gonna get sued down the line. And so, let's let's wait a couple weeks down the line. We might come back to this. Anyway, oh snaps! You know a segment I'm about to get into. And what the for the segment? You feel me? Got new hand claps. You feel me? Kids is saying. You feel me? They happy about the segment we about to do. We about to get into the sad segment. And you know I had to talk about this show right here. Yellow Jackets on Showtime. Uh, man, this show left me torn. And I'm going to let you know why it left me torn. Uh, hmm. It was good until it got to around like episode six. Then it started turning into doo-doo water. It was terrible. And the one thing, you know what, before I get into the spiel, let me give you the stats in the cast. Because you know I'm a stat teacher. <laughs> hey, IMDb gave it 8.1 and Rotten Tomatoes gave it 100%. Holy shit. Wow. But uh, since I was torn, you know what I said last week, uh, when I don't agree with the critics, I say, fuck them critics. The people gave it 63%, so they were more on my side. They understood, you feel me? This came out November 14th, 2021. Uh, this was created by Ashley Lai and Bart Nickerson. Bart Nickerson. Cool name, bro. <laughs> Boy, that name is trash. Anyway, uh, this cast had a... Only person that I actually knew from the cast... Cause she's been in other movies that I watch, and she's actually a really good actor. Was Melina Linsky? She was Shauna, older Shauna. All right, she was really good. Um, also had Julia Lewis. She was Natalie, older Natalie. Uh, Christina uh, Ritchie or Chai. She was older Misty. Oh, she's a beautiful one too. Oh. I hate that they made her crazy. But I think that's why I really liked her, too, as a character. Because she was crazy. But nobody understood her. Ah. Um, also, uh, Tana uh, Cypress as uh, Tisha. Or Tasha. Or Taisha. Or Taisha. I don't up the whole name. Look it. Y'all know she was running for mayor in her town. You know what I mean? Older Ty. We gonna call her uh, Taisha. Older Taisha. All right. You feel me? Grown Taisha. They had so many more people on this, man. I can't even name it. They did such a great job with the acting and stuff like that. I think my gripe was more of the storyline at the end of the day. It wasn't the acting. It wasn't the directing. The style was good. It had a very dark and moody. I love the intro that they had. It had it was such a cool-ass intro. It, it kind of didn't go with what was going on in the show too much. They probably leading on to what's going to happen like next season and hopefully hopefully we get some answers yellow jackets ashley lie and bart nickerson we want some answers god damn it you left us on a cliffhanger and you didn't even do what we wanted you know we sick individuals ain't that right we wanted them to eat somebody and that's sick cannibalism now, but this this show gave a feel of like the Lord of the Flies. If you ever seen that movie or that read that book, it kind of gave it was kind of giving the same vibes. And so essentially, what happened is when they were younger, 
It was a group of girls, a soccer team, and they were going to nationals, and they were flying in their plane, and the plane crashed. And from the plane crash, a couple people actually ended up dying. You know what I mean? These two, these two boys, their father ended up dying. The one of the head coaches, this nigga lost his leg, and Misty was in love with that motherfucker, which was weird because she's thirteen and that nigga was like twenty something. Um, but that happened, and the, they were they were stranded on a freaking island. You feel me? And like whole bunch of shit happening. And one chick, I think she she has mental issues. She takes pills and stuff like that. Um, another chick, uh, Shauna. And her her friend, what was her giggity friend name? Uh, I forgot her friend name, but essentially her best friend, Shauna, ended up her best friend dude and got pregnant. And down the line, when you saw down, like, because they'd be going back and forth from them grown and them young of the story, what happened to them. Oh, and the reason I call it Yellow Jackets because that's their soccer team name. Big whoopee doo. <laughs> But, um, yeah, it's like they still together and all that shit. So, they trying to, I know they trying to cover up some shit, and we really don't know what the hell's going on. But, it shows that they crashed, and then they had to survive, and everybody got so many personalities. People starting to bicker and fight, and you see in the beginning, it seems like some cult shit going on, because it's a diff- another group that they briefly showed, and... Seemed like some monster thing and some ritual spiritual shit going on. And one episode they took shrooms and they tried to they tried to like sexually assault the 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 teenage boy there. It's two teenage boys. One is like 13, one is like 17, maybe 18. They tried to sexually assault him and then kill him and drink his blood. And the other chick, the uh the Natalie chick is in love with his the name is Travis. But when they're grown up. Travis ended up killing himself, but we don't know if he did it, because, you know, Natalie's like, I don't know if he did it, but at the end of the day, they kind of made it like, and that's the weak storytelling, they made it like, yeah, he killed himself, and it's like, come on, bro, really? Then they had the, the cult shit, they had all these symbols, and in their grown life, that's what they're known for, for how did y'all survive out there? It was crazy. Y'all was going for so long. Everybody wants to know that story. You got a reporter that's coming around and Misty, older Misty, comes and kidnaps her. And then she has Stockholm Syndrome and like Misty. But then Misty, older Misty, hit her with a ooh wop and gave her some cigarettes and told her, like, you need to stop smoking these things. What happened? She don't stop smoking them. She smoked it and Misty poisoned her ass and she crashed. So it tied up a loose end. Because they're covering up something. And we don't know. And what everybody in the universe thought. They all thought they was covering up that they ate somebody. There was no eating going on around here. Mm-mm. No cannibalism. And I know that's sick for us to want that. And it's sick for me to be disappointed that that didn't happen in the show. But god damn it. That's what they were alluding to. But yeah, man, it's like certain girls, like, you know, they losing their virginity to the, the teenage boy and shit. And it's like, the, there's this one chick, she's mentally unstable, but she's seeing like spirits and it's like, she is kind of calling shit before shit is even happening. 
But she's also the one that wanted to cut Travis and sexually assault the man and drink his blood. So I don't know what's going on with her. But she's the key to something. And we don't know the lock. But we know she's the key. And then, then we have Misty. And young Misty is mentally unstable too. Because she likes the grown-ass coach that's like 24. But the grown-ass coach like boy butt. So he's not interested. And he finally tells her, and then, you know, Misty all but hurt. Nobody wants me. Eh. But as them grown, shit's starting to come back. And certain characters starting to come back in their life. And like, Taisha character is like, you know, she uh she's a lesbian. And she's in love with another girl in her younger days. But this girl got disfigured by a fucking wolf, I think. Fucked her up. And so she's like coping with her, but she going through some shit too. Something's going on with her too, because somehow she eating dirt and shit and doing all weird shit. And her older with her wife and shit, she running for mayor. She got, a, you know, Taisha got a mean streak. And the little boy that they adopted, he's starting to see Taisha do shit and, you know, sleepwalking and doing all type of weird shit. And the boy is starting to catch on to it and having his own little episodes of shit or whatever. So that's another question we got. Y'all and expound on. Y'all might do that next season. I know what y'all did. Y'all did that shit on purpose. But it's cool. Get your four or five seasons on. I know. All right. So, but then right around episode six is the storytelling start getting kind of weak. And I think the weakest part in my eyes was episode eight. I felt like they were trying to tie in loose ends and just was just rushing shit. And I think the main thing that that really that, that really grinded my gears, jeez, they was on the brink of starvation. It was cold out there. Oh, and either episode seven or eight, Shauna best friend, like they ostracized that girl, but that girl, like she was, she had every right to be mad. She found out her best friend, <laughs> her boyfriend, and got pregnant. And at the same, like, Shauna's been lying to her the whole time. And other people just not liking her. And she, she dealing with all that shit. She dealing with hella trauma herself. But they kicked her out the house, ostracized her. You know what happened? She froze to death. Now, if that's what they covering up. Damn it. What the f We don't want that. We want you to cover up them eating somebody. They still might or. eat somebody at the end of the day because they still out there. But yeah, <sighs> episode eight come around. The fortune teller chick, uh, Miss Cleo 2.0 chick, they're having the visions and mentally unstable take the pills. She she like, they all on the brink of starvation. They start looking at each other. They're like, hey, we getting kind of hungry. Who we going to put some barbecue sauce on? I'm gonna put some hot sauce on their ribs. <laughs> and, and then she was like, don't worry. We're all gonna be fed. And then a motherfucking bear comes out of nowhere. Now that's not unbelievable because they in the woods. But this next part I'm gonna tell y'all. How did this this girl ain't never hunted in her life? I ain't seen her shoot a gun. She ain't been now hunting out with none of the other people hunting. She ain't never used no knife. She ain't never done anything. 
She picks up the knife, calmly walks over to a bear, and stabs it in the throat, and twists the knife and kills the bear. I wish the potters could see my face right now, because I'm disappointed. What kind of freaking Captain Crunch, Captain Cap BS is that? What? Man, kill the bear. They eat. They happy. Now, in the older version, and they, they still in limbo. Everybody, they went to their homecoming, a 20 of your homecoming. And it, basically, that's it. Ends right there. I know, lackluster, non-climactic. I, I understand. I feel your pain over there. I feel y'all pain. Oh, my God. So good until then. Hold on. We're going to do this. We're going to give hand claps and fart sounds at the same time. Golly. Anyway, like I like to say, I don't deter people or try to encourage people to watch shows, listen to albums, or watch films. I just give y'all my take and my opinion of what I did, how I see it. And y'all do the rest. Mm. Once again, that was Yellow Jackets on Showtime. Mm, mm, mm. <sighs> Give him that last episode. Alright, man, get out of here. Anyway, you know what time it is. Uh, it is. Meantime, I got some juicy memes for y'all. Hope y'all love them. Mm -hmm. Cause I did. <laughs> Alright man, since so we talked about Joe Rogan, I had to give me a Joe Rogan meme. And he's smoking a doobie. And it reads, for my potters. He's on his podcast, by the way, smoking the shit. And for potters, it reads, new strategy. Joe Rogan should just smoke DMT and talk. To the coronavirus. Hey, <laughs> he should though. Oh my god. He should. Hey, just talk to the coronavirus. Take that DMT. Because Joe Rogan always talk about DMT. Personally, I don't listen to Joe Rogan. But my roommate does. And I overhear the things that he talks about. He talks about DMT a shitload. I think this should be the new strategy. Hey, bro. Hey, you might be the one, Joe Rogan. I believe in you, brother. I believe you can defeat the T-Virus 19 by taking the DMT. <laughs> or at least talk to it. I don't know shit. I have no idea about DMT. I never took it. Oh, my God. All right, man, bro. If you was, if you was a kid in the 90s, you going to feel this meme. All right, so it has one of the, uh, like, he looked like Butterbean. But he one of the dudes with the strongman competition. You know, they be picking up them boulders and shit like that. And somebody photoshopped it with one of them tube TVs. <sighs> Bruh, them tube TVs was so freaking heavy. Good lord. Woo. You see him struggling. Oh, God. I can't do it. And it reads for my potters. 90s kids moving their TVs from one room to another. Oh. 
Oh, strain my back. I pulled a hernia. <laughs> man, I'll tell y'all this, man. Uh, my roommate, his uh, mom, wanted us to like move her uh, TV out of her crib one day. And in my head, I'm like, all right, you know, this was just like two, three years ago. Now my head, I'm thinking, flat TV is probably a little big. We got this. We get in there. It's a big ass tube TV. I looked at my roommate like, oh, hell no. We about to freaking pull our, we about to pull a groin trying to get this TV out. We were struggling putting it on like a little rolly cart thing and, let me tell you, that day, that TV probably moved 20 feet. That's all we had. We moved it right into the front of the complex. And like, all right, we're going to leave it there. Somebody going to get it. <laughs> the struggle was real, man. Them TVs was heavy as hell. Good Lord. All right. So I went over yellow jackets. So you know I had to get a meme with yellow jackets. And it has, it has young Misty. You feel me? And it got young Missy got all the blood over her face and stuff like that. She looking mad wild, right? For my potters, it reads, I always think I look really friendly and approachable. When really I look like this! Like a mad woman! Or a madman, whichever one you want to say. Because, you know, sometimes people look at me and think I look crazy. And they tell me I'm not approachable and stuff. What, do I got blood on my face? I got something I need off my face. Why don't y'all tell me? Dang. Yeah, she do look wild as hell, though. <laughs> People looking like, ugh. They get a stank look. You looking on normally like, I don't know why they looking at me like that. You be looking at them like they got blood on their face. Ugh. You got a booger on your nose. <laughs> God, bro. <sighs> Meantime, it's incredible. Hey, man, give yourself a motherfucking hand clap if you are listening or if you're watching. <laughs> Hell yeah. Ow! Man, I appreciate y'all. You feel me? For my tubers out there, YouTube been around since 2005. I don't need to tell y'all what to do to get the channel or the video booming. But if you want to find me, type in Kamal Johnson ENT. Bam, I pop right up. For my potters out there, I'm on Apple Podcasts, I'm on YouTube, and I'm on Google Podcasts. All you gotta do is type in either Kamal Johnson ENT or The Gap. Bam, I pop right up. I'd like to thank my sponsor, First Place Loser. Bam, y'all go check out the shop. Some nice gear in there, nice garments. People loving it. You feel me? Ooh. I'm your host, Kamal. This is The Gap, episode 57. Ooh-wee! We are motherfucking done. I appreciate y'all. Love y'all, man. I love everybody that's interacting. I love everybody that's listening and watching it. Y'all are the real MVPs. You feel me? On that note, I'm about to be out of here. Hey, man. I'm about to talk to Ashley and goddamn Bart. They better have at least a motherfucking leg eating or something. Don't fucking fool us with that bullshit. This was good. This was good. Yeah.